Thank you for joining us at Christchurch Dunstable. Now on with our daily devotions. Hi everyone, it's Monday morning. Welcome back to our daily devotions here in the Psalms. And today we're starting in Psalm 51. Now I've got a question for you. Have you ever had a mark put against your name? Maybe in a teacher's notes or a criminal record or maybe you aren't allowed to return to that karaoke bar because you wouldn't stop singing Build Me Up Buttercup or maybe that's just me. But whatever it is or wherever it is, it's a really horrible feeling knowing that your past mistakes are written and recorded somewhere. And now if you go onto the internet and you do a Google search for cancel culture now we see that this is very popular at the moment. A celebrity has posted something on social media maybe 10, 15 years ago on Twitter or Facebook and they've, they've posted something rather silly. A poorly worded negative comment or just a hateful comment or a compromising picture and it's come back to haunt them all those years later as past regrets sometimes do indeed. Now people find these posts and then it ruins their careers by reminding the world that they're not actually all that they're made up to be. In Psalm 51 we see a situation where someone has done something and while they thought they may have covered it up, actually we find that they haven't at all. It has been recorded in God's book. Now the psalmist in Psalm 51 is repentant. He knows of his sin, he knows what he's done, and he is feeling sorry. He's being convicted by that, and he wants to make it right with God. Now this is a Psalm of David. In Psalm 51, in Psalm 51 we see the response of what happened in, Psalm, in 2 Samuel 11 and 12. In 2 Samuel 11 we see David, who is the king, falling to his lowest point as he takes Bathsheba, Uriah's wife, as his own. She gets pregnant. Then there's an elaborate series of um, cover-ups as David tries to make it look like he hasn't done anything wrong but in the end it cannot be hidden and he has Uriah sent to the front lines of his army to the forlorn hope where he inevitably gets killed and then he takes Bathsheba as his wife. He thinks that he has covered it up well, he thinks that he is in the clear but God is not easily fooled. In, in 2 Samuel 12 we see David we see David being confronted by the prophet Nathan who reveals everything that David has done in the form of a parable it's very gripping go and read it to refresh your memory it's fantastic but we soon see that history is not deleted and that God has not ignored what he has done and now we come to Psalm 51 Psalm this is a psalm of David and he's been cut to the heart he's convicted of his sin and he is and he is sorry for what he has done, he wants to make it right with God. So we started Psalm 51 yesterday in our daily readings, verses one to four, and today we're on verses five to nine, but I think it's just really helpful to read all of it. So let's do that, shall we? These are those verses from one to nine of Psalm 51. David says, have mercy on me, O God. According to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. 
Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Now these are such powerful words and they are very familiar to every Christian who has come to know the evil of sin in their own lives. Immediately we can see from this psalm that David is completely torn up inside. He is crying out to the Lord for mercy and for forgiveness. David isn't in any way trying to pass the blame on to anyone else. He isn't pointing the finger at Bathsheba or Uriah. No, he knows that he has made the mistake. He knows the weight of sin. And he knows that he's committed these sins, not just against Bathsheba and Uriah, but against the God of the universe. And that is an eternal sin, one of grave proportions that echoes in eternity. Sin deserving of death and punishment. That is what David has done. In verse 4, David says that God is right in his verdict and just when he judges. Now, David is guilty. And knowing full well that he has done these things, he comes to the Lord and asks for mercy, which is not receiving what we deserve. That's what mercy is. He asks God to wash away the stain of sin and to blot out his transgressions. To blot means to remove or to cover up. And back in the days of ink pens, you, know, you would use blotting paper to remove excess ink. Now a modern day picture of this, modern day example, may be to ask someone to delete that photo or to remove that post because no, you wish that had never happened. But the truth is, David has done something, it has happened, and it, no, we can't turn back time, and David knows this. So knowing that things can't be changed, he turns to the only person who can provide some kind of forgiveness or absolution, he turns to God. Now each one of us who has sinned are in the same position as David is here. While the action of our sin may have only lasted a moment, only lasted a short while, we've actually sinned against an eternal God, and that sin has eternal consequences. It has ruined our relationship with our Lord, it's ruined our friendship with our Creator, and unless something is done, we won't be able to be reconciled. That relationship will remain broken because our sin is that damaging, even though it might have only been for a second or a millisecond, an extra glance at that thing we shouldn't have been wanting. Now in these verses that we have read today, we see that David understands all these things. The, the one that could possibly do anything to fix the mess we've made is the one that he has sinned against. Yet in verses seven to nine, we see David making suggestions as to how things could be made clean. And each one is dependent on God being the one that acts. That's really interesting, isn't it? David knows that there's nothing that he can do, no amount of community service that can be done, no amount of money repaid, nothing can restore that relationship with God. Because he is holy and David is sinful, nothing is good enough. And we're going to see more about that in the coming days, what God would require from us. And so David asks God to act, 
and to cleanse him. This is what he says in those verses. He says, cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Now let the bones you crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out my iniquity. Who is the one doing the actions? It's God, he's the one doing all that stuff. He's the one that can blot out our sins and clean us. My friends, I pray that you too will come to that realization, that you'll come to know the truth if you haven't already. Because there is nothing that we can do ourselves which will make up for those massive mistakes we've made. No, we need to turn to the one we have offended. We need to turn to the one we've rebelled against, return to God and ask him to forgive us. But the good news is, we can do this confidently because everything that is necessary for cleansing us has been achieved through Jesus Christ on the cross. Now we are in a hugely blessed position to be looking back at the cross and looking back further to Psalm 51 because we can see that saving act happening for us there on the cross of Easter. Jesus was punished in our place that we might be forgiven and that God's justice may prevail. We can be washed whiter than snow because Jesus' blood was shed for the forgiveness of many, which is what we remember when we take the Lord's Supper every month. And we do that, and that happens for us if we believe. Now, if we think back to our gravest sin, the thing that we are most embarrassed about, things that we regret the most, then we may see photos pop up on social media from time to time, and we think, what was I doing in those days? You know, they remind us how sinful we are, but we can be reminded of how great a saviour we have, because even those things that we don't want to think about, the things that make us go cold inside when we think about them, they have been dealt with at the cross, and Jesus has poured out his blood that we might be saved and cleansed and washed clean. What an amazing thing that the eternal God that we sinned against would send his son to die for us, because he loved us. What a fantastic thing. All these things have been dealt with at the cross if we put our trust in him. Have you put your trust in this great love of God? Or are you still trying to make up for things that you can never pay for? Now it's, now's the time to follow the Lord. Put your trust in him today. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your love for us. We thank you that all things that are necessary for us to be made clean have been done on the cross through Jesus Christ. We thank you that he rose again on the third day, securing and guaranteeing our salvation because death has been defeated. We can see that Jesus kept every promise he made and he made the promise to be the sacrifice that was necessary for us to, for us to come to you. Help us to trust that. Help us to let go of all those things that hold us back. Help us to come to you with a broken and contrite heart as we will see in the days to come. And may we love and worship and praise you because you are God and you are good. We pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we hope you've enjoyed this little section of Psalm 51. Come back tomorrow because we're going to see from verse 10 and a bit further onwards where we're going to enjoy what the Bible has to teach us there. So I'll see you then. Bye now. Thank you for listening to our Christchurch Dunstable podcast. Tune in every weekday to listen to our daily devotions and why not visit our website, ccd.church, to find more resources. Christchurch Dunstable, 
bringing the hope of Christ from the heart of Dunstable.